0: Welcome to the Sovereign Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Arzu Babri. In this community, we embark on a journey towards self-discovery in order to reclaim our sovereignty and live a life rich in connection, meaning, and purpose. Welcome back, friends. I hope that you're all feeling grounded and peaceful. If by chance you've been feeling a bit off in the last little while, you're absolutely not alone. I know that a lot of people's energies have been kind of all over the place recently and everyone who I've been connecting with has expressed all the ways in which they have been impacted in the last little while. So I wanted to take this time to say that if you feel called, take time to rest and allow your body to integrate everything that it's going through because we are still kind of shifting Um, in the beginning stages, I should say, of change in season. And I know that this can always be a tough transition for a lot of those who are very much connected to their body and their senses, especially given the fact that we are in the season of the liver. So there's a lot of physical and emotional detox taking place. So be gentle with yourself and allow your body to guide you towards what it needs the most. And since this is my 25th episode, I felt like giving you guys a big shout out as well. So a warm thank you to all of my Canadian listeners, of course, but I also wanted to say hello and thank you to my international family, especially the top seven countries with my most consistent listeners. So a warm hello to everyone in France, the United States, the United Kingdom, Germany, Iran, Australia, and New Zealand. With that, in today's episode, I want to talk about the patterns in our lives. More specifically, the patterns and themes that keep us from living a full and rich life. So if you have ever asked yourself why certain things tend to repeat in your life in terms of the types of people, situations, or dynamics that you draw in, this episode is for you. So these patterns that I'm referring to can include anything from behavior traits to specific scenarios. So it could show up as you always being late for events, procrastinating on projects, falling back into certain addictions or lifestyle habits, never finishing something that you have started or making goals and not following through. It can also show up as Repetitive themes in terms of conflict in relationships or drawing in the very similar types of personalities or behaviors in the people in your life. So really it's any repeated negative pattern that has happened too often for it to be a coincidence where you find the same things happening again and again that leave you feeling defeated because you may think that it's outside of your control. And if you don't understand how you are attracting the same things into your life, you are left feeling very powerless and even hopeless. So with that, let's jump right into today's topic. And as per usual, what we will do is first cover the main contributing factors behind why you may be experiencing repetitive patterns in your life, followed by some ways that you can begin to shift out of these patterns that keep you stuck in negative cycles. So the first reason as to why certain patterns tend to repeat in your life is due to something known as the principle of attraction. Now, what most of you may be familiar with is the law of attraction, which is based on the idea that like attracts like, but the principle of attraction states that like tends to attract like. So the difference is that one is more definitive while the other is more of a possibility. And the reason why the principle of attraction may seem more appealing for some is because there is no guarantee. And most people who have implemented the law of attraction into their lives to their level of understanding of what it entails, might believe that it doesn't actually work because they haven't been able to see the results that they wanted in their lives. And there's actually a reason for this, but I will save that for a future episode so that we aren't steering too far off from today's topic. So for now, it's enough to understand that the theory behind these laws and principles is that you have the power to create both the things that you want and don't want in your life. And If the results you are seeing in your life aren't what you had hoped for, there is always room for improvement because every experience in your life is mirroring back to you who or what you believe yourself to be capable of. Which takes me to my second point and the biggest reason for repeated blocks and cycles in life, which is negative core beliefs. So our Core beliefs often stem from our core wounds and negative experiences, which form a fundamental framework from which every decision and experience stems from. And you can refer to this framework as your belief matrix, which is made up of the old stories that you have created in your mind that determine how you show up in life and what you believe is or isn't possible. So, this can include you pushing certain things away, self sabotaging behavior, not following your dreams, overdoing, overgiving, or choosing to isolate yourself from others. Because what you believe in is what manifests in your life. And oftentimes, these beliefs are subconscious, so they are guiding your life without you even knowing that they exist. So some examples of negative core beliefs about yourself may include statements such as, I'm too old, I'm not qualified, I don't deserve it, I will, it will never happen for me, or I'm a failure. And negative core beliefs about other people can include things such as, others will hurt me, people are malicious. You can't trust anyone. Relationships are painful and everyone is crazy. And ones about the world can include things like the world is a dangerous place and life is unfair. So what happens is through this belief matrix, you begin to draw in more and more examples that support your core beliefs and wounds. So let's use some specific examples here. Let's say that a core belief of yours is that in order to be seen as worthy, you must work really hard. So you spend your entire life keeping busy and if you don't perform to the level that you have set for yourself, you end up feeling useless or not good enough. Or if you have a core belief that there are no good men or women left in the world due to previous negative experiences, you will end up drawing more and more people into your life that reflect this belief back to you. And sometimes, regardless of what you are drawing into your life, your interpretation of your life experiences may be very skewed because you are holding onto your negative core beliefs so tightly that you begin to see the actions of others through the lens of your beliefs. Because how you perceive life is not only determined by the sensory input that takes place but also by your personal abilities, your feelings, your sense of social identity, your energy levels, and various other factors. So really 80% of your experiences are actually generated from the brain and only 20% are from the actual event itself. So you can see how your core beliefs will keep you feeling limited or stuck in a pattern of negative thoughts, behaviors, and experiences. Because when your beliefs are limited, you attract limited desires. And as a result, you begin to compromise on your values and disconnect from the most beautiful aspects of your personality, which often include your ability to trust, express empathy, and vulnerability the third reason behind repeated patterns in life is due to our fears so this can be any fear but most notably fears around failure rejection abandonment and betrayal So how this works is that every emotional state, thought, or belief has a vibrational frequency, and this includes your fears as well. So if you have a deeply rooted fear of rejection, you will inevitably draw in more and more experiences that will bring this fear into fruition because the fear itself holds an energetic vibration and your focus on it is giving it life. Even though you're explicitly saying that that's not what you want, the simple fact that you are focused on it will bring more of that experience into your life. And it's almost like not wanting it to rain. So you keep focusing on the rain when in fact you should be focusing on the thing that you do want, which is sunshine. And I know some of you guys are thinking, well, the weather is completely outside of my control, but you can apply this example to anything because if you don't want something in your life, instead of focusing on the thing that you don't want, you need to focus on the thing that you do want instead, because whatever you focus on is where all of your energy and resources are being funneled into, and this can happen consciously or subconsciously. And what makes this point really heartbreaking is that people give their fears so much power By suppressing them deeper and deeper beneath the surface and not allowing them to be brought into the light of day for a mindful assessment and conscious reasoning of why the fear exists in the first place. So if you are curious about where some of your fears lie, the best place to start is to ask yourself what it is that you want most in life and see if there are any gaps in this area of your life. Because this is often the place where your fears reside. And in particular, if you have a fear of change, this will end up hindering you from moving forward in life because you feel safe in your comfort zone. And as a result, you will repeat the same cycles over and over again without much progress or evolution in your overall existence. And I'm sure all of you guys have heard many different variations of the saying that your life truly begins when you step outside of your comfort zone, because that's where growth really takes place. And you can't expect greatness when you are so attached to the day-to-day predictable routine of comfort. And I'm sure every single one of you can name at least one example of an exhilarating experience in your life that was a result of you taking a risk or a leap of faith into the unknown. And that's the beauty of life. If it was predictable, how boring would that be, right? So Just remember that any decision made from love will attract love and any decision made from fear will attract more fear. So with that, let's move into some of the ways in which you can begin to heal and break free from the cyclical patterns that keep you feeling stuck in your life. So the first way that you can begin to do this is through personal identity. And what I mean by this is that you need to begin to identify your role in every single relationship in your life. And it may be very different or it may be the same, but when you begin to investigate who you show up as in every dynamic, you can slowly trace this back to the root cause of your particular patterns. So do a mindful assessment of your relationships and ask yourself, do I show up as the people pleaser, the one that maintains the peace, the one that overgives? the one that is the responsible for everyone else, or the one that avoids conflict. And obviously, there are so many more examples, but if you are able to weave a pattern here, it will be your first clue as to where your patterns truly stem from. Because if you tend to be a people pleaser, you may find that a negative pattern that you draw into your life over and over is the theme of feeling taken advantage of, underappreciated, or highly criticized by others. So just Start to pay attention to how you show up in relation to those around you. The second step is to identify the pattern itself, of course. So you can begin to do this by asking what the underlying story for a particular pattern is and where in your life you tend to find evidence to support this story. So to be more specific, you can begin to list a few examples where you have noticed a particular pattern repeat in your life and see if you can find a similar thread among these examples. And what you can do next is ask yourself what factors led to the outcome of these examples? What is the common theme? What is the cause and what drives you towards this behavior? So you need to dig deep and determine your why. So let's use the example of certain addictive behaviors such as overeating, drinking, binge watching television, or any other example that you guys can think of. You need to determine why this behavior exists in the first place. Is it because you're unsatisfied in your life, your job, or your relationships? Because once you identify the behavioral pattern, you need to determine why these patterns are present. And essentially, this is sort of what shadow work is all about, which is the unpacking of the story that has led you to the point of your life that you are currently in. And if you guys are interested in learning more about this whole topic of shadow work, take a listen to episode 21 um, titled The Shadow. The third step in healing negative patterns in your life is understanding your wound. So once you've determined the pattern and the why behind the pattern, this takes you one step closer to identifying the core wound. And to dive deeper into this piece, you can begin to ask yourself the following three questions. Where am I ignoring my needs? Where am I not loving myself? And who am I blaming? So let's say that you tend to repeatedly draw in toxic patterns in relationships. So the root of this could potentially be a belief where you equate certain behavior with love which can include things like control or pressure because that is what you were exposed to at a very young age. So in adult life, you may draw in partners that are highly critical, controlling, or manipulative, all because that is what your standard and beliefs around love lie. So in order to move past this, you need to connect with the part of you that feels powerless and begin to break free of the old story that is connected to this wound. Another example can include a core wound around abandonment. So if you are in a type of relationship where the other person involved is busy or absent, you may feel triggered by their behavior, which can drive you towards irrational or impulsive reactions. So you need to get to the core of the wound for the healing to really start to take place or else you will always just be reacting to the triggers. Because the biggest thing that I find happens in most relationship dynamics is that it's not always the fact that you are not being heard or understood, but sometimes the issue is in your inability to express your needs in the first place. Because if you don't know or understand yourself, you will never be able to communicate this with others. And what ends up happening is that instead of taking responsibility, you blame the other person for triggering you in the first place. So it's very important to understand that the most in most dynamics, you can begin to heal through self-recognition and your ability to self-soothe by not placing unrealistic expectations on others or projecting your wounds onto them as well. And all these painful experiences that you are going through are hinting towards a deeply buried belief or wound that you are harboring within. And that's why the pain exists, because if it was truly healed, you wouldn't be ex- experiencing pain every single time someone came near or brushed the wound in the first place. The fourth and final step by which you can begin to heal the negative patterns in your life is by committing yourself to growth. So you need to begin to constantly evaluate your existence in life from different angles and perspectives because you cannot solve a problem from the same mindset that created it. You need to expand your awareness in order to be oriented towards growth. And you can do this by understanding that life isn't linear. It has more of a cyclical spiral nature to it. And each chapter is an opportunity for you to discover more truths about yourself. And each time you do this, it takes you one step deeper within yourself and your truest identity. So focus on the lessons, accept the situation and integrate the healing. Because every time a pattern shows up in your life is your greatest opportunity for healing, evolution, and growth. And with that, let's jump right into this week's episode prompts. Prompt number one is what are three examples of situations where a pattern has repeated in my life? Prompt number two, where do I believe this pattern is stemming from? And prompt number three Can I link this pattern to a belief that was established in my childhood? And before I end this episode, I did want to encourage you guys to always work with a professional when it comes to exploring these topics further, because they are very challenging to piece together on your own, especially if you're approaching it for the first time. So if you feel called, I would strongly recommend allowing a professional to be present to help you weave together a story Um, in a supportive environment where you feel truly heard and understood. All right, friends, thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the Sovereign Soul podcast. As always, I hope that this week's topic was enlightening for you in many ways. If you feel called, share this episode with a friend or family member who you think might also benefit from it. And I will connect with you guys in a future episode. So until then, stay grounded, stay whole and stay connected to your heart and soul.